everybody what is up this is the first episode of my brand new podcast back at you with brandon this is so exciting um hi so i don't what do i say i'm really bad at intros so bear with me but um my name's brandon lord this podcast previously was called what in the reality hell and i hosted it with my well my friend gia we had a falling out just kidding no we didn't gia just doesn't have time to do this shit and i have all the time because i don't have a life so (laughs) um yeah so um i'm doing this on my own now gia of course will be popping in and when summertime comes because she is a teacher so she genuinely doesn't have a lot of free time she will definitely though like i said be making appearances and so what's the backstory for back at you with brandon though so i already said you know it started with what in the reality hell but fun fact I do have a YouTube channel. I've had one for a couple years now. You probably don't know that. Not many people know that. I mean, look, I do for fun. It's a nice hobby. I actually make a little bit of money because I'm able to be monetized, but I'm not like fucking Emma Chamberlain out here. I only have like a couple thousand subscribers. Like I'm virtually like not even a blimp in the YouTube universe. However, just was it earlier this year, I want to say? I started back at you with Brandon, which was kind of like my idea of like a, I don't know, digital talk show in a way where I would cover like a little bit of pop culture, some reality TV, of course. And I would try to have a guest on, but then, you know, it's hard to get guests when you have very limited friends and not many friends want to be on camera. And honestly, it was just kind of, like, annoying to do. I don't know why. It was just hard to find things to talk about. I ended up veering off talking about reality TV to make the episodes kind of shorter. And I just didn't like doing it. I had initially planned, though, on kind of revamping it and making it more, like, pop culture. And maybe I do, like, a challenge or something and, like, have it be more interactive. I don't know. And I was going to do that. But then, I don't know, I just couldn't get the ball rolling, and it just sort of hit me very recently, like, I'm talking very recently, like, maybe a week ago, I was like, why don't I just do a podcast? Like, who cares? Like, talk about what you want and make it into a podcast, so that way I don't have to worry about looking nice, filming a video, editing that. I can just, like, talk and talk about whatever I want to talk about and not worry about whatever. And so, that's what I'm doing. So this is Back At You with Brandon, my new podcast. And on this podcast, I'm going to be talking about, like, pop culture and reality TV. Kind of getting back to the core of what my YouTube show that I was trying to do was about. But just in podcast form. So I'm pretty excited for it. And yeah. I apologize because, okay, so I'm recording this on GarageBand and I can kind of see like the levels of my voice. And right now I'm using a mic I used to use, but I don't have my pop filter, which is something that's supposed to just like make the sound like it's like, honestly, I don't know how to fucking explain it, but basically it just doesn't make the sound as intense and it kind of like chills it out. There's a very stupid way of saying it, but um, I had to order a new one. It doesn't come until later today, but I like just wanted to start recording because I just was sick of waiting to record. I didn't want to wait for it. So I'm using like this busted like microphone cover that's kind of doing a 
decent job because I tested it with and without it. But still, even listening back, it's kind of loud on certain parts and a little crackly. So I do apologize. But next episode, best believe, it will hopefully be better. Um, I initially bought a brand new microphone to use for this. And you can see it on the podcast art. But I'm going to be honest with you. It fucking sucked. It sounded like I was talking through a paper bag when I tried recording on it. Or I just had awful Wi-Fi. And it's like a muffled, like, just awful sound. So, I mean, look, I used an Amazon gift card to get it. So, I'm not too upset about it. And honestly, I like it in the picture. It looks nice. So, it served its purpose. But I had to go back to the basics to actually record myself. So, today is New Year's Eve, the end of 2021, and soon to be the beginning of 2022. And quite honestly, I'm pretty excited. I feel like this year kind of flew by, though. And that was wild. But I feel like 2022, this is sounds so basic, it's going to be the year of some changes? Um, yeah, no. It's going to be the year of realizing things. For real, though, I do know of one big change that will most definitely occur in my life, but I don't want to get too much into it yet because it's currently in progress, and I don't know if somebody happens to listen to this and then whatever, but I do know there will be one big change that's pretty exciting. So, quite honestly, 2022 will be the year of changes. Um, but yeah, 2021, I'm honestly trying to think what happened this year, and I feel like it's just been such a fucking blur. Now, I'm not gonna go over any New Year's resolutions I may have. I have things that I want to do and things I want to change and all that, and like I mentioned previously, there's gonna be a big change, but I'm not gonna bore you guys unless, like, my New Year's resolution is to eat healthy. That's my resolution on like a daily basis. And I constantly fail. So we'll see. But anyways, with that being said, you know, this episode, it's the first one. It's going to be a little bit shorter, but I'm definitely going to touch on some pop culture moments and venture off to some reality TV that's happened this past week. And so to start it all off, is actually a very sad thing that happened just today, and I didn't expect to be talking about this on my first episode, but unfortunately, Betty White has passed away, and that is honestly so sad. Very unexpected. She was supposed to turn 100, like, in the beginning or, like, mid-January. I think it was January 17th, and it's just so sad. Like, it's not something I expected to see today, you know? Everyone loves Betty White, and, like, I saw something on Twitter, and someone had said, you know, 99 years, and you've never really heard a bad thing about Betty, and it's so true. She's such an icon and a talented actress. I remember, I think the first thing I saw her in was... I want to say it was, like, Dennis the Menace. There was, like, a Dennis the Menace movie, and I believe she played the um Mr. Wilson's wife and I remember she was just so sweet and like she was funny and like of course she's known for Golden Girls and like many other things so I'm gonna keep it short you know R.I.P. we love Betty White she lived a long amazing life and she will forever live in the hearts of us all 
Now, I will say, when I was trying to look up things today and, like, things I could talk about, really not much has been going on. But I did notice, I believe it was last night, the Kardashians posted pictures from their um, Christmas event they had. And let me pull them up real quick so I can get a look at them. But I'll be honest, the Kardashians... I'm like, look, I'm not going to sound like a hater. Like, the Kardashians, they're doing their thing. Like, good for them. They're successful. I've never been one, or that's a lie. I used to actually really like their show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, when it first came on, though, and they would do, like, those spinoffs, like, Kim and Courtney Take Miami, or whatever it was. And I actually really liked them. And I thought their show was funny. And then it just, the show got kind of boring. They got kind of boring. But, you know, they're the, they're the Kardashians. So they still always manage to stay in the news. But yeah, like I said, they didn't have their big Christmas party they usually have every year. But they did have a family get together. Probably some friends, I believe, too. And there's no pictures of Kylie, which... I think she's pregnant, so I don't know. Maybe she decided to opt this one out. They all looked good. I'm gonna need Kim Kardashian to stop wearing the stupid fucking, like, it's like a bodysuit or whatever, but it's all, like, one color, and it goes over her fingers, and then it's, like, her socks are that color, or stockings or whatever, and then the shoes are the color, and it's all just one color, and it's, like, a creepy cat suit, and I'm gonna need her to stop. It's the only thing she's wearing for, like, months now, just different colors, and she... She needs to stop. But, you know, speaking of Kim Kardashian, she's recently been dating Pete Davidson, which I feel like everyone and their mother has talked about this, so I won't bore y'all and talk about it too much. And all I'll say really is, you know, when it first, you know, came about that they were spotted together, for a minute, I was intrigued. I was like, damn, I didn't see this happening. Don't know why. I'm not going to be specific on reasons why or anything like that. I just really didn't foresee this happening. Now, I would like to say, because I know Pete Davidson kind of has like this persona, like he's this humble guy from Staten Island and he's a comedian and like he looks like he doesn't really like care about his appearance a lot of the time like he's just like normal or whatever i have to say i call it slight bullshit because he definitely likes all this attention and i think i heard somebody else mentioning this and it was just so true it's like he acts like he's humble but like the only people he dates are like uber successful like beautiful women that causes all these headlines and the paparazzi always seems to find them like he definitely, I think a part of him at least, loves this attention. And I mean, like, what, he was dating fucking Ariana Grande, and she's like this huge pop star. And he dated Kaya Gerber, who's like this huge supermodel. He dated, didn't he date somebody from that show Bridgerton? Which, by the way, I never watched. But season two's coming out next year, so maybe I'll watch season one before then. Um, and now he's dating fucking Kim Kardashian, who's one of the most famous people ever. It's like, I'm not buying this whole humble shtick or I don't give a fuck shtick that he has going on. But, you know, he is best friends with 
MGK, who's dating Megan Fox, and they have hung out with Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, which, fucking Travis, they're fucking everywhere, and they're always posting pictures together, and honestly, I'm very much over them. They were cute at first, but there's such a thing as overexposure. But anyways... I'm, like, there was jokes online, and I've heard on, like, other podcasts, people have said, like, oh, Kim needed the attention, so she found herself, like, a gangly-looking white guy that's really tall to, like, join forces with them, and you know what? She probably did, but also, I'm sure, you know, because a lot of people, it's always this thing, like, they're just doing this for attention, or this is, like, a showbiz thing, or, like, just, like, whatever, celebrity bullshit. And, you know, there's things that are definitely, and I think there's definitely things that have come forward in the past with other celebrity couples that maybe it was just for show and attention. But I don't know, maybe she enjoys this company. I'm sure she makes him laugh. I think Pete Davidson is funny. So, you know, comedy can get you places. And maybe comedy got him a relationship with Kim Kardashian. And, you know, good for him. You know, I, I, we'll see where it goes in 2022. The Kardashians, I believe, are still filming their Hulu show. They're getting a show with Hulu, I believe. Like, it was announced because they left their e-show and went to do a Hulu thing. But there hasn't been anything released as far as, like, teasers or anything like that. I do remember seeing when Travis proposed to Courtney, there were cameras. So that's definitely going to be on it. I'm definitely going to check that out. Maybe it'll be more interesting on Hulu. Maybe they got different production that will make it more interesting, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Okay, that's all I have to say about them. I'm done talking about the Kardashians for now, but I'm sure more things will happen in 2022. So this last story I'm going to talk about um, which kind of leads or will transition me into reality TV is about, and this was announced on Christmas Eve, Joe Biden's nephew, Cuff by is it Cuff? Cuffe? I don't know. I'll say Cuff. Cuff Biden Owens and Megan King split after two months of marriage, which Megan King, she used to be on The Real Housewives of Orange County, which I've recently gotten into and watched older episodes, and this new season's really good with Heather Dubrow, and I'll definitely be talking about that, but there wasn't a new episode this week, so next episode. But, so if I remember correctly, um, Megan and Cuff, I'm gonna say Cuff, if it's wrong, I'm sorry, but Megan and Cuff, they got married very shortly after dating and like I think they had only dated a few weeks and then all of a sudden they like got married and you know at the time I was kind of like you know it is quick but maybe it is one of those like when you know you know and watch them like go the long mile um they certainly did not they got divorced very quickly you know she since made a statement talking about how she's shocked by everything and didn't see this coming I think I had heard something like the other day that he apparently didn't realize how much she like, I guess, posts about her life and talks about her life on social media and maybe in the public. And he wasn't prepared for that and didn't like it. So it sounds like he decided to end it. And it's just so wild, but I guess not surprising how quickly this all ended. And look, I feel bad for her. I know she has a few kids and I believe 
she only has kids by Jim Edmonds, who is a fucking nightmare human being. He was on, like, she was married to him when she was on Housewives, and he was, like, the dickest of dicks. Like, he's the absolute worst. But... I will say, when she was on The Real Housewives, you know, she was pretty rational, at least in comparison to a lot of the other housewives. Like, you had your fucking, like, Vicky Gunvalson, who was a wackadoo, and was with Brooks and, like, faking cancer. So, there was that. So, in comparison, she kind of looked like a saint. And she was the one who revealed and, like, found out and did investigating that Brooks was faking cancer. So, she's definitely smart. But there were things about her personality and, like, things she would say and do. I'm like, there's something a little, like, she she's kind of, like, I, I don't know what to say, but she, there's something maybe a little off about her, like, she's got her own thing going on. But regardless, you know, it must suck, you know, getting dumped and it being announced to everybody on Christmas Eve. So, I feel bad for her. But with that being said, let's transition to some reality TV. So, when it comes to reality TV, I watch pretty much every show on Bravo, or not every show, but most shows. I watch all the Housewives now, because I just started really watching OC more. I had previously watched, I think, pretty much every other franchise. I watch Vanderpump Rules. I watch um, Summer House, which I'm so excited that that is going to start soon. I think January 17th. So I'm really excited about that. And I watch pretty much everything. I don't really watch The Bachelor or like The Bachelorette at all, just because, I don't know, it's just not really my jazz. I find it to be kind of boring and just, like, fake, but not even in, like, a good, entertaining way. And the episodes are just so fucking long. It's, like, three-hour episodes, like, twice a week or whatever. Like, I just don't care enough. You know, I've watched reality TV, like, for a majority of my life, I feel like. I don't know. I used to love watching VH1, and I would watch Flavor of Love. I'd watch Rock of Love. My parents wouldn't even, like, want me to be watching these shows, because I'd be, like, 10 years old, I think, just, like, watching fucking Flavor of Love. And my mom's like, why are you watching this? This is not appropriate for you. And I'm like, but mom, why? I love seeing it. And I'd have to, like, sneak watch it. But... I've loved reality TV for a long time. It's something I'm very passionate about. So, with that being said, um, this past week, there was a lot of stuff that didn't have a new episode, you know, because of, like, the new year and the holidays. So, understandable, I guess. But there were new episodes of Vanderpump Rules and I believe The Real Housewives of Miami. I watched both. I'll talk briefly about the episodes. I don't really feel like on this podcast, I'm going to be giving, like, a scene-by-scene recap of things. Like, I'll talk about everyone, and I'll talk about, like, pivotal moments, but I'm not going to do, like, a scene-by-scene thing. Like, I I really don't want to take, like, copious notes. I want this to be kind of chill, kind of a discussion of, like, what I think and all of that. So, yeah, I won't be doing that. What's currently airing and what I'm watching is, like, Salt Lake City Housewives, which has been so good, but I have so many thoughts. So I'll be talking about that. I'll be talking about OC. I'll be talking about Vanderpump Rules, even though this season has been very... Uh, you know, I, 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 I have thoughts. And, um, what else? Um, oh my god, there's something else. I know there's something else. There's something else. What? Uh, Miami, yeah. But is that it? I feel like there's something else. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. We'll see. But um, Jersey's coming back soon, and that trailer looked wild. I think February 1st. Like I said before, Summer House is coming back. So we'll not be short of content when it comes to reality TV. So let's get started with the Vanderpump Rules. So there was a new episode this week. And, um, it was pretty good from what I remember. I honestly don't remember too much. Like, I remember some things, some things I don't. I think Lala had her, um, give them Lala beauty makeup party, and that was cool, I guess. I don't know. Okay, so, I'm gonna start off by saying, like, kind of my overall thoughts of, like, what, how the season's been, and, like, the characters on the show. So, Vanderpump Rules, how have I felt about this season? Well, so, I thought it started off actually with a bang. Like, it was pretty interesting. You know, Vanderpump Rules had a hiatus for, like, was it two years? I don't know. It was it was a while. Like, they waited to film because of, you know, COVID and all that, which, if I'm being honest, I feel like they could have filmed because here's the thing look I know the show started with like it being at Sir and they they're like waitresses and all of that but a lot of them don't work at Sir and even the people who quote unquote work at Sir they don't really work at Sir like so like honestly I think Vanderpump Rules should just veer off from that and just like actually follow these people's lives and not really refer back to Sir like, I'm over it. And honestly, I know it's called Vanderpump Rules, but Lisa Vanderpump can go. That may be an unpopular opinion, but she brings nothing to the show, and she's really not funny. Like, she had she had her moments in the past, but, like, it, it's just, like, what is she, like, I listened to Sexy Unique Podcast, and that's hosted by Lara Marie Shane Hall's amazing podcast. Shout out to that podcast. Shout out to her. And also, um, Carrie O'Donnell often... I think he's part of it too, but he doesn't do like the Vanderpump Rules recaps. Anyways, she like will say repeatedly, she's like, Lisa really has like downgraded herself and really put herself on like, put herself on like the same level as all these cast members that were once like kind of beneath her. Like she was like, you know, in the sense of she was their boss and she would often reprimand them and clown them. And now she's one of them because, you know, she quit Housewives, which was so stupid. I mean, like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about her quitting the Housewives and what happened there. But I'll talk about that more maybe when Beverly Hills comes back. So it won't be for a while. Um, But I don't know. And it's just dumb. And she comes in randomly and it's like, she's not really their boss, and do they really need to refer to her about anything? Like, she just tries too hard to, like, insult them, and, like, they let her, and it's just, I don't know. I just don't feel it, like, when she's on. Like, I'm over her. But anyways, so there's that, you know, with that being said, like I was saying, I felt like they could have followed their lives, like, at some point, um, without having to go to the restaurants, and, like, just follow, like, the people. Now, with that being said, shortly, I think it was when the previous season, the season eight reunion was airing, that's when the mass firings happened. Like, Stassi, Kristen, and those two new guys who were terrible, Max and something, Brent, I think that was his name. Yes. Um, they were fired, and, um, you know... A lot of people were saying, like, we should have followed that and seen it. And I'm like, 
you know, for entertainment purposes, yeah, like, that would have been interesting to see, I guess, but also, like, I don't know, like, what Kristen and Stassi did was very fucked up, like, I'm not gonna get too much into it, but, you know, Stassi said a lot of problematic things on her podcast multiple times, and her and Kristen did something that was just, like, so violently racist towards Faith. Like, it was just terrible. And I'm not laughing at, like, what they did. I'm laughing at the fact that, like, y'all did that and y'all bragged about it on a podcast and public platforms. And they they got away with it for, like, years. And then, you know, it caught up to them. And, you know, they got fired. And, like, you know, a lot of this cast previously, you know... This cast has never been one where it's, like, you look up to them or, like, they're great stand-up people that you, like, are, like, rooting for. Like, like, you know, since the beginning, it's been kind of, like, I mean, I guess maybe you root for them sometimes, but I wouldn't necessarily say that Stasi and Kristen were those people. But regardless, you know, I'm saying they're not, like, you know, these sweet people that you expect good things from, but they definitely got cocky in the past and thought they could, like, get away with anything. Like, I myself, and, like, I think a lot of people never thought Stassi would have been fired. I didn't think Stassi was good on the show anymore for a while, quite honestly, because I felt like her whole murder and I, like, ranch shtick was, like, very boring, and I felt like she was just, like, a walking, like, skit on how to be a basic white girl and like her relationship with Bo was also very boring and Bo was so thirsty to be on the show and thought he was so much funnier than he actually was so that being said like I didn't think they were adding much to the show but it was still surprising because she was the most popular and had the most fans and most success but Regardless, you know, they were let go, and shortly after, Jax and Brittany were also let go, which, thank fucking God, because they were terrible, trash human beings. And, you know, with that being said, a lot of people, or I don't want to say a lot of people, but I've seen a lot of things online where it's like people are like, wow, the show isn't good anymore because Stassi and Jax and them are gone. And it's like, no, the show actually hasn't been good for a few seasons with them in it. Like, they weren't adding much to the show at all. Jax and Brittany were a bleak couple to watch and were just terrible. And, like, it often made... I think a lot of people just uncomfortable seeing their dynamic. So th- they wouldn't have made the season better. And like I said before, Stassi wasn't adding much. I mean, Kristen had her moments. I think she really shined in the earlier seasons, but I don't think anything is like missed with them being gone. I think the thing with this season is, and I've had a lot of back and forth thoughts. I'm like, is it that I just don't care about these people anymore like it's just like it's been eight or nine seasons like is it time to just like end it or is it that you know this is maybe like a transitional season that's where I'm kind of leaning more towards because I do find moments of things that happen on the show where I do care about like what's going on and what they're doing and all that so I think this is kind of like a transitional season where they're you know a lot of the cast was fired. They kind of, like, they were on a hiatus. And they're just getting back in the swing of things. And, you know, it, it's a little stale. But I have a feeling that 
next season, especially with a lot of recent things that have happened, next season should be really good, or it's set up to be pretty good. You know, James and Raquel called off their engagement, so that should be exciting to watch next season to see them both single and see how they're dealing with that and how they came to the conclusion to end their relationship. All that shit with Lala and Randall, where Lala now left him and he's trash, and seeing how she's going to deal with the breakup and being a single mom, you know... In this past episode, Katie and Ariana are start said they're starting a sandwich shop. And quite honestly, I'm here for that. I'm more excited to see them start a stand- sandwich shop, quite honestly. I, I can't speak today. I'm more excited to see them start a sandwich shop than I am seeing the Toms start another restaurant. Like, I'm so over the two Toms and their odd dynamic quite honestly. And you know what? Schwartz and Shandy sounds like a fucking snow cone shop, okay? Now, with that being said, like, the name kind of has grown on me a little bit just because they've said it enough, and I'm like, honestly, I don't know what else it could be. Like, I'd, like, whatever, fine. Schwartz and Sandy's is fine, but it just, it's not giving what I think Sandoval thinks it's giving, and that's my main issue with it. But regardless, you know, I think there is, like, foundation for next season to actually be good. You know, they've had a season, you know, there's start, like, drama, there's seeds of drama that have been planted. And I think it could grow and become a decent season, hopefully. I think maybe they need some new blood, but they gotta pick it right, because they tried in the previous season putting, like, a bunch of new cast members, and a lot of them just sucked. Like, Max, Brent, Dana, they were terrible. Charlie, I liked, and she's back this season, and I like her this season, but you can kind of tell that she's new and, like, just getting acclimated, and I think with the fact that this season, you know, they did have the hiatus and this season's kind of, eh, it's just, like, I feel like she's not shining maybe as much as she could. Maybe next season she'll be better, but I do like her overall. And so, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think the show should be fired, and I actually, you know what, my level of petty, I want this show to last a few seasons more, and I'll watch it, and I want this to happen because I want Jax to know that he was not needed, and him leaving didn't end the show. And, you know... That's just what I need. I don't want Jax to think, see, I left and then it just went downhill and they just, like, it ended right away. No. I need him to know the show went on a few seasons without him. And that's all. Then they can end it and it'll be fine. Um, yeah. So this, let's talk about the episode a little bit. Or let me talk about, um, the people. What am I thinking of, everyone? Um, I think Sandoval... I, you know, I have a soft spot for Sandoval. I've usually liked him, but he has been quite annoying this season, not gonna lie. He's kind of like a cartoon villain, like, he dresses like one, and he's just, like, kind of acting like one, and he, he's always, like, yelling at someone because, Katie, why don't you like the name Schwartz and Sandy? And it's like, okay, Sandoval, calm the fuck down. You're making me take Katie's side, and I never saw that coming. With that being said... I do appreciate that he's bringing it, and he's one of the few people this season where I feel like, okay, he's trying to create some drama and, like, get the ball rolling. Like, that's good. Like, 
he's being annoying and like the villain, but at least he's doing something. Other Tom, I think, is useless. I think Tom Schwartz is such like a trash human being. That's harsh, but like, I like, I just like, I think he's such like a like he's actually like I say Tom Sandoval's like the villain, but he's like a cartoon villain. The actual villain is Tom Schwartz because he's so lazy. He's the epitome of like straight white male privilege. He literally sucks at everything and is such like a waste of space and he's awful and he treats Katie terribly and he's the cause of Katie versus Tom Sandoval this season. But he he's like he puts on like, oh I'm so sweet and like I don't know and oh don't you know? And it's just such bullshit. And I'm over him. He's the actual villain. He like I said, he's good at nothing. And he quits everything, yet he somehow has found himself as an owner at a successful restaurant in LA, Tom Tom, and now he's opening another restaurant that will probably do pretty well, you know, Schwartz and Sandy's. And uh, every time, when I first heard Schwartz and Sandy's, I just imagine it with, like, somebody saying it like that. Like, Schwartz and Sandy's, go get some, like, sandwiches and snow cones by the beach. It sounds like a beach shack, but, you know... I digress. Um, anyways, so he's trash. Um, Katie, look, I really want to like Katie. And I do sometimes. But, like, she's just so unlikable sometimes. Like, when she argues, I'm like, ugh. She's just like, I don't know. There's just something about her where I'm like, you suck. But I also kind of like, I like you. And I want better for you. I think she's like kind of, like, very unhappy, and, like, she's unhappy with Schwartz, but for whatever reason, she's committed to him, and she loves him, and she wants to spend the rest of her life with him, but I think, and Lara said this on Sexy Unique Podcast, and I totally think this is the move, she needs to leave him. I think if she leaves Schwartz, and we see her single, and, like, to find somebody that actually, like, loves her and treats her well and or even like decently like Jesus Schwartz sucks but like I think she would just be like so much more likable and like I would love that journey for Katie Ariana always have loved Ariana you know she's been like the quote-unquote boring one or like I don't know some people say she's boring like throughout the seasons and it's because she's like normal and isn't like a trash human being like a lot of the other people on the show have been. But I don't know. There's something about Ariana I've always liked. I think she's beautiful. I think she's smart. She's like, I tend to on reality TV shows lean towards or gravitate towards um, maybe the more normal, rational people. Like one of my favorite housewives is Dina Manzo. And she's very boring and very rational though and like I just there was something about her and she was barely on she was literally on like two or three seasons but I loved her I don't know there was something about her I liked her commentary I liked um the zenness she brought and I I feel that with Ariana I'm like I feel like I could hang out with her she seems cool and you know this season she started this season out with a bang like cussing out Lala and putting Lala in her place and I want to see a little bit more of that Ariana but I do you know I like Ariana she hasn't done anything to make me dislike her um Sheena and Brock um I go back and forth with Sheena I think you know there's a lot of moments on this show where Sheena is disrespected. And I do feel like 
Sheena needs to be paid her dues. Because honestly, Vanderpump Rules started because of her affair with Eddie Cibrian and her conflict with Brandy Glanville. So I do feel like she doesn't get enough credit a lot of the time. However, she does kind of annoy me sometimes because it's like, I don't know, like her thing with Brock, like, I like, uh, I just, it's hard because I have a kid, but I feel like Brock is just one gigantic walking red flag. And I think like, hmm, I don't know. I just like, I want Sheena to just be smart. And I feel like sometimes, or a lot of the time, she's just not. But, you know, I do find her entertaining and I like her. Brock is pretty entertaining, but again, he's like a walking red flag. And, you know, I'll, I'll let me go to Lala. Lala, so Lala, I, she annoys me, but like, I also like her. I don't know. I find myself having a love-hate relationship with Lala because I do think she can kind of just be, like, arrogant and think she's, like, better than everyone. And it's just, like, even, like, one small example, like, when Raquel had her tea party and Lala was like, the invitation said to wear floral, but do I look like somebody who owns floral? So I'm just gonna wear sweats and whatever the fuck. I think she had a t-shirt that said baby girl. And it's like, what, like, just like, why are you, like, why are you being like that? You don't own floral, really? You, you have all this money you're with at the time, this rich guy, Rand, and like, you have all this, all these clothes, you serve looks, but you don't have anything floral, and I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And she's just like that a lot, like, she thinks she's better than everybody, and it shows, and it's like, girl, like, you're, you, you act like this, and like, but you're on this cast, and then you wonder why they don't like you. It's like, cause you're an asshole, and like, maybe, like, be nice to them, I don't know. But also, there are moments I'm like, she's just so beautiful. And I do like seeing her do her business stuff. And like when she was interviewing like people to be her assistant, I, I was kind of into it. So, and there are moments where I do feel bad for her. Like off the show, she recently did an interview about um, her breakup with Randall. And I actually felt bad for her. Like she was crying and she seemed really affected. And I'm like, you know, I feel like if you showed like this vulnerability and honesty on the show, instead of acting like you're better than everybody, I feel like I'd like you more and maybe people would like you more. But I don't know. That being said, I want to talk about Lala because her and Brock and Sheena have had a lot of issues because she's been calling Brock out about how he is like how he had been in the past with his past relationship and now he has kids that he doesn't even talk to. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, like, because now she broke up with Randall and it's like, oh, that really came back to her and she's probably eating her words given what she said about um, Brock and Sheena. And it's like, yeah, sure, but also it's not like she was wrong when she was calling Brock out. And, like, Sheena. Like, she she's not wrong. Like, you can question her intentions. And, yeah, you could say, like, oh, like, she shouldn't be talking because her relationship wasn't great, clearly. But it's, like, she wasn't wrong. Like, Brock, it is, like, worrisome that he slapped his wife. Or not his wife, but his ex. And that he doesn't, like, talk to his kids. Like, th- that's concerning. So, like, she's not wrong in saying that. But regardless, 
Who else is on the show? Raquel. I love Raquel. She's just so sweet and, like, beautiful. And, like, I think she's smarter than people think she is. I mean, clearly, because she's leaving James, who is honestly... Look, I think James is entertaining, but he's such an asshole. Like, you know, he, he's been sober and he's not drinking anymore. But I think what the season is kind of revealing is... You know, drinking didn't make him an asshole. He kind of always was. It just kind of amplified him being an asshole. Because he's just, like, said things and done things. Like, with Raquel, like, the situation with her nose job and then just, like, other things. I'm like, he's just rude. Like, he's a rude person. Like, what was it? His conflict with Max where it was, like, over a Caesar salad or something, and then he was just like, oh, you fat fuck, all I see when I see you is that you're fucking fat, and da-da-da-da. It's like, he's he's rude. Like, he's, he's so fucking rude. Like, he's kind of sucks, but, like, he is entertaining, but I don't know. Um, Who else? Charlie. Like I said before, I like Charlie. I think, you know, with this being a transitional season and, like, her being new, it's been kind of hard for her to find her place. But I do like her, and I definitely want her to stay. And she's had a lot of funny moments. So, I don't think I'm missing anybody. If I am, whatever. Um, This past episode, Lala had her makeup party. That was interesting. There's starting to, like, drop breadcrumbs as to why Raquel and James broke up because there's been discussions about James maybe being too controlling. Like, there was a situation with the bachelorette party where he was trying to be like, oh, you guys shouldn't have penis straws, and you shouldn't do this, and don't do that, and no, it's Chasey, no, no, no. And it's like, it was kind of weird, and people were, like, talking about it, and they are like, James is oddly controlling, like, do you feel that way? And Raquel's like, yeah, I do, actually. So, I'm thinking that's probably... At least part of the reason why they broke up. Um, that reminded me of when she, Raquel was having the situation with her nose. And he was saying like, what? I want a hot girlfriend. What do you mean? I don't want you to have a fucked up nose. Like, I'm sorry, I'll say it. I want my girlfriend to be attractive. And it's like, okay, James. Like, you look better now because you're like sober. But it's you're not like a fucking mo- model. Like, you do look like a goblin. So like, calm down. Like, Raquel's beautiful. Don't, like, shut up. Anyways. Um, what else happened this episode? Ariana told Katie that she would start the sandwich shop with her because reason number 11,056, why Schwartz sucks, he went and did this Schwartz and Sandy's thing, but completely abandoned Katie because him and Katie were supposed to do a sandwich shop. And, like, he was just like, oh, no, I want to do it with Sandoval da 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 and I fucking suck. And it's like, yeah, you do. Um... So, Ariana and Katie are going to do that. And honestly, I'm here for that little twosome that they have going on. I think Katie is far more likable with Ariana. I think they'd be able to open a great sandwich shop. I think their sandwiches will taste great. And I am so looking forward to watching that whole journey with them. Oh, there was that weird thing where, like, fucking... This is another thing with Brock and Sheena. Brock is trying to plan the secret wedding... Or whatever. But, like, Sheena knows about it. So it's not a secret at all. Whatever. Anyways, he was asking people for help. And he was asking Lala for help. And I I guess Lala found a vendor. Or found, like, a venue. And then when it came time to pay the vendor, um, Brock ghosted 
them or something, something sketchy. And it was just, like, so weird. And I'm like, that's the thing about Brock. Like, he's a fucking user. Like, he's trying to use them for all of this. And then he was trying to use them to promote his, like, gym workout app or whatever the fuck it is. Because, you know, there's not enough of those. So he has to get in that market. And, like, I kind of understood, though James was an asshole about it, I understood what James was saying when, like, he didn't want to do the photo shoot with Brock, because it was just, like, this is Brock's first season, he's new, and he's already trying to, like, use these people who have followings and have established themselves on the show. So, like, I don't know, he's just a user, and Sheena's just, like, she annoys me, I don't know, when she does that whole, like, oh yeah, I have a dress picked out and everything, so it's not really a secret, but... (laughs) Um, on next episode two, it seems like it's going to be, um, James and Raquel's engagement party, I want to say. And, um, but fucking Brock is trying to plan something to, like, maybe propose to Sheena, like, when they're there. And it's just like, why are you trying to steal, like, their moment and, like, their thunder? Like, do it another time. Like, what the, like, I don't know. It's just so stupid. But anyways, it looks like him and James get into it next week, and yeah, I don't know, that's all I can really remember. Yeah, so this season has been okay. It's had some good moments. It's been pretty boring, though. But again, like I said, the petty part of me wants this show to go on for a few more seasons just to spite Jax, and I do feel like the next season will be a lot better. Um, with that being said, let's move on to Real Housewives of Miami. So, the Real Housewives of Miami recently came back and was rebooted and is now on Peacock. And I gotta say, this reboot's pretty amazing. Like, every episode's been good, the cast is great, the storylines are insane. Alexia's storylines alone are like, they could honestly make up the entire show, and they kind of do, but there are other ones that also add to it that it's just great. Like, this is a great season, and I'm so glad they brought Miami back. I never watched Miami back in the day. I don't know if I just didn't even know it was on, or if, if it was before I got into Housewives. I started with Jersey, but I never watched it, so I didn't really know much about it, But, like, it was only, like, three seasons, and it was on hiatus for a little bit. But now it's back. It's better than ever. They brought back a lot of people from the past, but then added some new ones. So, the, um, what is it? It has six full-time housewives, and I think three friends of. So, there's Alexia, there's Lisa, there's Larsa. There's, um, I shouldn't say it like that. She's not that bad, but she's just kind of boring. There's, um, Gertie, Nicole, I feel like I'm missing one, Julia, who's the first, like, lesbian housewife. And so, well, the first housewife that came on as a lesbian, because there was Bronwyn from OC that later came out as a lesbian, but this is the first one who came in as one. And then there's, I think, three friends up. There's Kiki, there's Adriana, and there's Marisol. So let me go through each housewife. So Alexia, I like Alexia. You know, the internet pointed out that she looks like Teresa from Jersey, and she totally does. Like, they look almost exactly the same, but she's, like, blonde. Um, I like Alexia. She's, you know, she's coming through with the storylines. Like, you know, she's getting married, but, you know, her son, who's a fucking 
beast of a human being. Like, he's just, like, seems terrible. So unpleasant. But anyways, the son's having issues with the soon-to-be husband. You know, she is having this storyline where she's talking about her ex-husband who's deceased having a gay past and she's going to meet with the gay lover and they're talking about things she had had issues with her youngest son where he'd gotten in a bad car accident and there was issues with him when the awful older brother let him smoke too much weed and he almost died like she's seriously like a telenovela like all her storylines like she's like her storylines could take up the whole thing but, you know, I like her. I think she's interesting. She was a little judgy with the OnlyFans talk in the beginning of the season. Like, I, I didn't like all that. But regardless, like her. Um, Larsa, look. Larsa, like, I don't care that she, like, used the Kardashians and all that. And she's low-key, like, a social climber or, like, a user. Like, whatever. I just think she's kind of boring. Like, she's just not that interesting. Like, when she talks about things, it's just very, like, uh, this and that and Scotty and da -da. And it's just, like, I, I, like, I'm not interested in, like, any of her scenes. Like, she's just boring. Like, she clearly was just a full-time housewife or made to be one because, you know, she has a big name and, like, she would bring viewers. So, smart, but I just don't feel like she adds much. Um, there's the new girl, Nicole, who's a doctor. I'm, I go back and forth on her, because, like, I like her, but then, like, there's some things... I, I think her situation with her baby daddy is kind of weird, because he's clearly, like, a man-child that just likes to spend money frivolously. But, um, they seem to have a happy little family, though. I'm interested to see, because it looks like her and Marisol are gonna have a feud soon, because Marisol had revealed that Nicole had talked trash about a lot of the ladies, but is acting nice in front of them now, so it seems like that feud will be starting soon. But, um, overall, she's been a decent addition. Um, Gertie, I really like Gertie a lot. I think she's beautiful. I think she's, like, vivacious. I like that she's a businesswoman, and, like, she's just very fun. She's been starting to have drama this episode with Adriana, and I'll get more into that later, but I like Gertie. She's one of my faves. Lisa, there's something about Lisa I actually really like. I don't know what it is. I just like her. Like, I, I like seeing her. I think she has good clothes. Like, I just like her scenes. She's kind of boring, but I don't know. I, I find her to be interesting, and I don't exactly know why, but I just like her. Um, Julia. I do like Julia, but there's definitely some messiness being unraveled with her and Martina and the whole thing with Adriana. Like, I like her, but I think she does have a side to her that might be a little messy or like I don't know there's something with her I can't quite put my finger on it but I don't know we'll, we'll have to wait and see um going to the friends of I like Kiki she barely talks but she's beautiful and like I, she can just be a part of the cast to just like look good and I'm totally okay with it um, Marisol, I really like, you know, it's funny, when I saw the trailer, and I watched the first few episodes, I was like, oh, Marisol, she's kind of, like, a little edgy, and, like, fun, like, I like her, and, like, she seems chill, and, like, I'm into her, and it seemed like she was gonna bring the drama, because, like, I think the season, the trailer opened, and I remember, it was, like, her presenting the question, like, who do we don't, who do we not trust in this group? And then someone was like, oh, well, why don't you start since you asked? And she's like, 
okay, I don't trust Nicole. And then it was just like, oh, she's willing to, like, go there. Like, good for her. But then I, I went back and I started to watch a few episodes of past Miami seasons. And, like, mainly just the reunion. And low-key, she was kind of, like, lame and sensitive and not all that interesting. But she had, like, Mama Elsa, who was very interesting, but her herself was kind of like, eh. So I was like, wow, like, this is very different from what I expected. But I guess throughout the year, she's just become, for lack of a better word, cooler. I don't know. But I'm into her. Adriana. I like Adriana. And I think she brings the drama. And I think she's great. I think she can you know, sometimes be a little evil, but, like, you know, she's bringing it. So, like, I appreciate her for that. I think she can be funny. I think she's just, like, she's entertaining. I like her. Um, so this episode, what happened this episode? It started with Alexia. She was gonna meet with, like, Herman's gay lover, but he didn't end up showing up, and I figured he wouldn't, because when she had looked at pictures in the past, they always blurred his face, and they, like, when they would say his name, they would cut off his name. Like, you couldn't say it. They would, like, bleep it out. So I figured this would happen, but she did, and and it was revealed, and she said he didn't want to be on camera. But she did meet with him off camera, or she talked on the phone with him for over four hours, and they talked a lot, and he confirmed that her ex-husband, like, they were in a relationship but that the ex-husband always spoke highly of her and quite honestly she had such like a positive reaction and she was just like you know what I'm happy that he found love and that he was happy and I was like wow like this is such like a I don't know like unexpected like good take because you know most people if they found out their ex-husband had like a love affair at all let alone a gay love affair like it would be like I don't know, I feel like you would feel, like, maybe slighted or just, like, what the fuck? But she was very, like, you know what, it's okay, and this is the closure I needed to, like, move on. And I'm like, you know what, good for you. The main thing this episode, though, was Julia's birthday party. And it honestly, uh, it took such a turn. So, but, okay, so, Gertie and Adriana's feud is starting this episode. Gertie is a party planner or an event planner, and she had met at Julia's with Adriana to talk about it. There was, like, emotional talk that happened, and, like, I don't want to get too into it. It's very sad, but Adriana, um, or Julia and Gertie ended up crying, and Adriana felt like Gertie was making it about herself. And so it's time for the party, like, I guess the next day or whatever. And, you know, Gertie's setting up, and she's having them decorate, and Adriana shows up, and she just starts bashing the decorations. She's just like, this doesn't look like Tulum. I don't like this. This is very underwhelming. And she's saying this, like, to Gertie. It's not like she's, like, saying it behind her back and just talking shit. Like, she's saying it to Gertie. And Gertie's like, oh, okay, damn, whatever. Um, so that was rude. Here's what I'll say. Gertie can be a bit overbearing with her personality and how much she talks so I can get how being around a person like that can be annoying so in that sense I see what Adriana is saying however there's totally like a jealousy thing between like Julia and like Adriana I guess was jealous that Julia had a Gertie 
plan the birthday party and like decorate and all that and like there's some weird thing because that's another thing throughout the season Adriana and Julia have been having like this interesting relationship where I don't know what it is it seems like they're kind of into each other or like secretly like they're they're flirtatious I'll say a little inappropriate but given that Julia is married but regardless, you know, so it seems like maybe Adriana's a little bit jealous of Gertie because of that. But I also think, I have suspicions. I think it has to do with a little breaking the fourth wall, like uh, Gertie being a housewife and Adriana just being a friend of. I kind of noticed that a little because, you know, Adriana in the past, when she was on in, like, in the original seasons, she was like the center person holding the mojito like she was a housewife and now she's coming back to this reboot and she is just a friend of granted she's totally a part of the cast like she's in every episode she's in the drama but you know status is important and like it's more prestigious to be a housewife than a friend of so i sense a little bit of like under the surface like jealousy because of gertie being new and being a housewife and adriana coming back after all these years and just being a friend of and i kind of noticed like you know nicole's also new and a housewife and she um kind of went to gertie's defense with everything so i don't know if there's like a little bit of an underlying thing with that going on but you know adriana was also annoyed with gertie because gertie brought up you know um julia's house has a farm and um adriana like got her shoes dirty and her feet dirty so like julia washed them off and gave a massage now granted kind of weird but quite honestly if you ask me it seemed to be like far more platonic than a lot of the other things julia and adriana have done in the past episodes like it didn't seem like anything. Like, she gave her, like, a light massage by the pool. Like, they were, they seemed some feet apart. Like, it didn't seem, like, very sexual. So, like, Gertie brought that up in front of Martina, Julia's wife. And Martina got annoyed, and then it became a thing. Gertie was like, yeah, I wouldn't want my significant other to give anyone a foot massage. And then, like, that sparked an issue with Adriana and Gertie, and they ended up yelling at each other. And Adriana was like, nobody even likes you anyways. And I thought that was rude. But basically, Adriana keeps saying that, like, Gertie just makes everything about her. and Nobody can talk. And she just talks too much. And Gertie does talk too much. But, like, she's not a bad person. Like, Gertie's a sweet person. Like, so, like, you don't have to yell at her like that. Like, relax. Um, And, you know, it escalates to a point where... Gertie tries to speak about her past and what she's been through to explain some things. And Adriana cuts her off and it's like, we've all been through something. I've been through this, I've been through that, da 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 And then Gertie just stops. And then, like, Martina and people are just like, let her talk. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not about comparison. And she totally shouldn't have cut Gertie off. Like, she should have just let Gertie speak and, like, give her reasoning and open up more. Like, I don't know. That was a root of Adriana. So I think when it comes to like the nitty-gritty i'm team gertie but i do also like adriana and like what she brings to the show so whatever with that being said what else happened this episode not too much happened not too much else significant happened this episode next episode looks pretty good it seems like that feud's gonna continue from what i remember of the preview and yeah overall this reboot of miami has been amazing 
Like, so much happens, like, every episode, like, or even when not so much happens, like, the women are very entertaining. So, like, it's been just a good season. And, like, I'm looking forward to more. And, like, I don't know. I kind of want the housewives to maybe go to Peacock instead of Bravo. I don't know. Because... I just like how Peacock does it and how they edit and do all the things. I like that they made the Housewives um, intro different than the typical one that's usually used on Bravo. And, like, even with, like, Ultimate Girls Trip that happened, I liked how that was edited and, like, how they were there for, like, a week and was able to get, like, seven episodes. And they were, like, good episodes. And I liked how they kind of, like, broke the fourth wall and talked about like, production and behind the scenes of the shows. And I was like, I wish kind of Bravo would let the Housewives do that more. Because I get it, like, you don't want to always. And, like, you, like, but it's like, I don't know. They just try too hard to, like, make it so, like, like, we know they're filming a show. Like, we get it. And we know a lot of these women are just hanging out because they're filming a show. So when you try to convince us otherwise and, like, try to attempt to pull the wool over our eyes, like... It doesn't really work. Like, we know what's happening. So, like, I like it when they give more, like, behind the scenes and, like, break the fourth wall. You know, like, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. I think they need more of that. But anyways, so that being said, that's pretty much it for reality TV. And I think that's pretty much it for the first episode. This was so exciting and fun, you know. I don't have a specific day that I'm gonna be releasing new episodes of the podcast. Like, Quite honestly, I might do multiple episodes a week and, like, after every show or every couple shows, just do a new episode, talk about what's happened, like, anything I want to talk about, and, like, I don't know. I don't want to just do, like, one long episode a week. I want to do, like, multiple episodes, and whenever I feel like doing an episode, just do one. So, stay tuned, because I'm pretty sure, what is it? I'll probably release another one shortly after Salt Lake City airs on Sunday and, like, talking about that and whatever else has happened in pop culture. So, yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited to do more episodes. And thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to, like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, rate and review the pod, you know, give me those listens. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, my personal is blordaf, B-L-O-R-D-A-F. I do have an Instagram for the podcast. It's just back at you with Brandon. It was the what in the reality hell one, but I changed the name. And I haven't really posted anything. I'm debating on whether or not I want to, because I don't know. It's just annoying trying to, like, promote stuff on social media. It's, like, frustrating. And then, like, I don't know. Instagram is just very annoying with it. But, you know, I'll probably start too soon, so follow that. I don't know if I'm going to do the Twitter, because the Twitter. Um, I try to live tweet, but I find that it just makes watching the show like a job, and then I feel pressure to tweet, and it kind of makes it less fun, so maybe I'll start to again. I don't know. Right now, it's just what in the reality hell. I haven't changed the name, but we'll see. With that being said, thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye!